This is a Dalarna University production. But now we'd like to be able to listen to Anders Norberg from the campus. Yes, okay, thank you. Yes, I'm an older philosophy teacher and director of studies from the beginning, but I have for 17 years been working with the development of a new campus, campus Schleftio, exactly in between Umeå University and, and the University of Technology. It's 142 kilometers to each along the, the, the coast of the Balkan Gulf, etc. And it has, been, it has been about the campus infrastructures and developing new educations for, 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 for campus Schleftio, etc. I would like to Yes, not more important than the image of myself. Yes, so I'm going to talk about multi-institutional campuses. This comes from a kind of identity search, this kind of platform that we created. What is it? Is it are there things like this one all over the world? And and I began to map this up, up and and. So, so a lot of trends, etc. And this Unigrads project that that um, is behind this presentation, a project that I work a lot in right now, it, it's also formed around this theme with the change of experience between multi-institutional campuses, etc. And this is not um, ready work, it will be a lot of different examples of, of multi-institutional campuses that illuminates this or this aspects of things and some thoughts on me in between and, and, and some analysis at the end. The UNICEDS project that I talked about and that finances me coming here is, is a project concerning exchange of experience between eight regions in seven European countries and for Sweden it's, it's Westerbotten region. It's, I don't think I will say something more about that. There are three multi-institutional campuses in, in this project. Well, Campus Lefty is here in between Umeå University and Umeå University of Technology and um, we have about 2,500 students uh, and they are coming from Umeå University now the majority of them are coming uh, from there and from Umeå University and, and uh, 100 or so from higher vocational education, Yrkeshögskola. Campus Schlefti is a kind of non-hierarchical platform, you could say. Umeå University and Lula University of Technologies are guests. The community owns the infrastructure, etc. We have higher vocational education, adult education, 
study counseling, a lot of EU projects, uh, library, uh, wood research institutes, some private uh, education companies, uh, learning center with services, etc., and, and the coordinating organization for, 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 uh, for selecting municipality for, for getting this to work in some way. A very similar example is Campus Wall, very outside uh, Gothenburg. They have five universities represented there right now. And this is not a learning center with service and distance education. It's, the, it's a decentralized education running here on this campus, etc. And they are about 1,500, I think. And they have done about the same that everything that is some kind of connected to, to higher education research and development is collected in a hotspot in this town. So you take whatever you have and you concentrate it and you in invite others to it. That's kind of the ideas. These are similar platforms in Sweden. Campus Telje, so the Telje example is, is trying to do something like it. Campus Lindslag <coughs> and a couple of others. And then we of course have the, all the learning centers that sometimes have, have decentralized education, not only distance education services, etc. Et, et so this has some of the same features. Well, this was Sweden, then we are going to go over Europe and the US and the far and Middle East and look at these campuses. But let's think, think of it. This is a lot of, for an all new university that's starting up in Saudi Arabia. There are no great cities without a great university. It's some, some kind of shape in, in uh, well, in Abu Dhabi this is. And, well, this is kind of the mechanism. What about regions without the university? How are they going to, to, to do a kind of knowledge society regional development when university collaboration is part of every development plan everywhere in all the world? Well, you have to search other solutions. You can't really start new universities, at least not in the Western world. In the third world, a lot of new universities are start starting. Right now, well, it's kind of this. This is from a British newspaper. If you want regional riches, get yourself a campus. Well, it, it's it's something like that, really. And this is from a paper in <coughs> in the U.S. It's Ed Campus Twin Cities. Twin Cities in is Minneapolis and, and Saint Saint Paul. They are build, building the Ed Campus now and. Multi university campus in Chaska recruits institutions. Well, they start with the learning environment and, and they then make the compositions of who is going to be there. Well, let's think of this with universities and place because that has changed a lot during times. First, medieval universities were not places. You must remember that. The word universitas means a community or corporation of, of masters and students, and they were in the localities they could find in Paris and Bologna, etc., from the beginning. But then came this concept with one specially clearly defined place is identical with one university. And this is a good illustration. I think it's a campus in Indonesia or some. It's hovering in the sky, and it's very clearly demarcated from everything else. Here on this 
this holy area, the university can have its dreams about global excellence, etc., and nobody disturbs them. <laughs> so that's an identification of a piece of land and, and, and the learning and research institution, etc. Well, then we have a university outreach perspective. Many universities started on one place and then they get branch campuses and begin to work at learning centers and they get a virtual campus and they get a campus in Second Life and, and they get an international campus and there are 17,000 universities that's doing this, well, trying to, to save the world, etc. Of course, they will bump into one another. That, that's a, a, a mechanism also here. Well, a multi-institutional campus, I, I will call it MIC here in the States, just for being a little short. What is it? Well, multi-institutional is better than multi-university because there are always other guests than universities. It's vocational and adult education and education companies, etc. You take whatever you have. Sometimes it's called a partnership campus, but it's not always partnerships that form these, these campuses. The education hub is a rather good description. Many of these campuses are much more education than, than research. And it's not the same as the main campus for two universities or a multi-campus university. New York State University has 65 campuses, etc or something that used to have 75 <laughs> and so it's not a university system or, 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 or similar it's a kind of learning center XL you could say, <laughs> say. Or, or a branch campus on a regional initiative uh, a local <coughs> platform you can say this is a, a de definition made of a, f a friend of mine, mine professor Rex Taylor at one such campus in Great Britain in Dumfries he said when lecturing in left uh, that uh, a MIC can be a campus where two or more distant educational institutions cooperate with one another and local development agencies to create new educational and training opportunities in a locality deprived of such opportunities. This, I think, is a fairly good definition of what's going on, and this is the place that, that he coordinated. University of the West of Scotland, formerly Paisley University, University of Glasgow, Dumfries and Galloway College in Dumfries in, in, in southern Scotland. In the south of England, we cooperate a lot with this. The combined universities in Cornwall. Cornwall was totally without university. There was one university art school, the University College of, of Falmouth, and they were think, thinking of, uh, do we have to start a university here in Cornwall, or what should we do? But the university is close, up in Devon, Plymouth and Exeter, they said, wait, can we, can't we cooperate concerning this instead and, and help you? And they built this wonderful campus out, outside Falmouth, at remote campus and they made a, a deal with a number of further education colleges, etc. Et, et and made this provision of higher education and research for, 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 for Cornwall. And this is working very well and really turning the economy of, of Cornwall now in, in, in many ways. The universities of Medway outside London is a very similar 
platform up a part of an economic regeneration scheme, etc. But uh, let's look out in the world a little about scaling because a multi-institutional campus can be scaled up very fast since you don't have to start everything from scratch. You can invite people that, that know things, etc. So we look at China, Guangzhou Mega Education City. I think this is the town we sometimes call Canton or Canton at the Pearl River. But ten Chinese universities on the same island in the middle of the river. They are about 120,000 students now, and they will be about 350 or 400,000 in a couple of years. And this, this island is very clearly designed for each university, a research space, uh, education space, and a leisure space. And they have two subway stations on this island, etc. And th this is really scaling up of, of higher education. And th there are similar projects going on. Shenzhen University town, not far from this, and, and Songyang University town. I don't know how many studies at uh, that campus, etc. Th this is the scaling mechanism of multi-institutional campuses. In the US, of course, we have a lot of them, and many, many more than this. We have a very, very common kind that that's a community college with, with the nearest university as a guest for, for providing the additional two-year up to a four-year four degree, etc. But the, the, these are university campuses with four to 16 universities on the same, same campus. And, and uh, these platforms are created by regions or, or by towns or similar projects, etc. In, in Canada, in the middle of Vancouver, and I'm going to visit this campus in a couple of weeks, there's a multi-institutional campus also. They wanted consciously to crash for four universities, media departments with each other. They wanted the conflicts for, for, for making higher, higher quality in media education. That's the Great Northern Way campus of, of Vancouver. More research. Well, in, in, in Finland, the, this campus I've been to many times and lectured. It's, it's in South Ostrobotnia, a region earlier total without the university, but no, it's a campus and, and seven universities working there mostly with graduate education, etc. Et but they have collected from local companies and from EU funds, etc. So they now for 12 years have run 19 professors groups with doctoral students, etc. Belongs to different universities here, but works in Saint Yoki with different areas that are important for the local economy and development. All from tango music to food quality and and, and, and IT security and things. Well, you can do this multi-institutional campus also because you want a bigger differentiation of ed education, and that's very interesting. In, in Qatar, in the Persian Gulf. It's an island, you know, and they have money for natural gas. Uh, 
resources, etc. They had this traditional Arabic facility, Qatar Academy, but they saw, well, we need something more international for entering a knowledge society. So they simply took some money and bought part of, of five American universities and, and five really good. Texas A&M, for example, Cornell, Cornell University, Carnegie Mellon, and, and similar. I think it's a French university there also. And this seems seems to work very well. It, it's quite costly. But here something funny happens that they said last year that, that they were going to rename this from Qatar Education City to the University of Education City. The university of the campus kind of it becomes a loop in, <laughs> in some way. But now they have decided that the name is Khalifa University. But that's a kind of domestic term. They want to market the educations internationally for, 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 from this institution that has the content, etc. And uh, Dubai International Academic City, this is a supermarket of, of universities. It's a tax free zone in in Dubai and, and universities can apply on, on, online for settling at, at Dayak. And, and the, they were thinking of having 20 universities as guests, but they are now expanding to 40. Some, some of these can have left already, etc. This is a, a competitive platform, but they have total tax freedom, both for the institutions and for the students and for the teachers, etc. I just talked to the teacher from Middlesex University <laughs> working here <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and she said that compared to Middlesex University, it, it was three times the salary and no taxes, so that, 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 that wasn't <laughs> so, this is another kind of multi-institutional platform. And in, in Saudi Arabia, they are now building the King, King Abdullah Economic City, a huge investment from oil money. And of, of course, a part of this project is a multi-institutional campus, campus with the best of the universities of the world. Well, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, and this, this is coming again in many other places also. You see South Korea, Malaysia, Panama, etc. These are multi-institutional campuses and created on local initiative for regional development and triple helix functions, etc. Now it also comes in development hotspots in Silicon Valley that has been the playground of Stanford, really. The uh, University Associates of Silicon Valley is, are now building a joint venture campus for, for, for bringing in uh, more and, and other international universities, etc. Et and the latest on this is, is a call that New York's uh, um, major made this summer. He, he said that New York needs a, a, a new campus for, 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 for applied technology and all, all these universities working in New York State and New York City, they, they, they say, what do you mean? They, they became quite insulted when you said that, that I offer a lot of money and, 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 and free land for, for, for anybody that wants to build a 
high-tech campus, etc. Why this campus? Yes, it, it's the same to maintain its economic diversity and remain competitive in the 21st century, etc. But they need something better and they must bring new universities in. And one university can apply, but it's better if more <coughs> apply together and make a combination, etc. And these red spots are the lands around Manhattan that they wanted to give away, and these are the applicants, among them Obo Academy, for, for example, from, from Finland, and Cornell University and Technion Institute of Technology in Israel will now build this multi-institutional campus. It's, it's a huge investment, but, but will be an elite campus, as I understand, for a couple of hundred students. So, well, <coughs> multi-institutional campuses are very dependent on universities, of course, and if they cannot attract additional students, nobody is, is, is interested. It's a problem that they almost always have more education than research, and that they can become very expensive for the region and the host that wants this, <laughs> because the university wants to hire only lecture halls and, <laughs> and computer rooms, while the city or the region wants, uh, <coughs> wants it to be a real nice area with architectures and restaurants and athletic facilities, etc. And a campus like this is very hard to understand at first glance also. You don't really get the idea of this university platform, but, but it, it, it's, it's becoming more and more common. What's in it for the universities? I, I will soon stop here. So, so yes, it, it allows specialization of, of education. It must be much better to, to teach more of the things you're good at teach, teaching than to, to, to teach broader things. And one mechanism that we should discuss a lot more is this. When research is, is specialized and prioritized more and more in fewer and fewer areas for making a university globally visible in, in big journals, etc., they also become a lot less broad in what education they can, can offer with, with quality. So, so I think in the future it will be very common that universities must collaborate with, with one another for offering a program, for example. So, and it's of course possibility to share campus service and infrastructure costs, etc. And universities have not collaborated in education before, but uh, but in research, of course, I think education is next, etc. And, well, I, I'll go on from this, and, and there can be very many things. Well, I, I wonder if these platforms are one component in a new education logistics paradigm, characterized not by place and distance and distribution, but by a kind of global social knowledge processes that involves and uses places instead. But with blended learning, with increasingly specialized and globally working universities, and more community and business involvement in everything, and much better access to education worldwide. So, so, so we can, it's a reason to ask that will most education environments in the world in the future really be a multi-university kind. I think that's not so unlikely. Well, thank you.